Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for your words and your Holy Spirit who illuminates our mind and inspires our hearts. Without your revelation of truth and love, we will be lost in our ignorance and our good intentions will lead us deeper into our prejudice. Help us to hear your voice as the Holy Spirit speaks to us in the passage that we are about to read today. In the precious name of Jesus, we all pray. Amen. In the, in the first part of the uh, second chapter of First Timothy, Paul talked about the qualification of an overseer or bishop. Today, the First uh, Timothy chapter 3, verse 8 to 13, Paul talks about the qualification of a deacon. So let us read the passage prayerfully, uh, seeking that any pass, any 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 particular point stands out for us individually. In the same way, deacons are to be worthy of respect, sincere, not indulging in much wine, and not pursuing dishonest gain. They must keep hold of a deep truth of the faith with a clear conscience. They must first be tested, and then if there is nothing against them, let them serve as a deacons. In the same way, the women are to be worthy of respect, not malicious talkers, but uh, temperate and trustworthy in everything. A deacon must be faithful to his wife and must manage his children and his households well. Those who have served well gain an excellent standing and great assurance in their faith in Christ Jesus. Paul's instruction about deacons, I want to point out two things today, symmetry and significance of a deaconship. First, the symmetry, symmetry of a deaconship. Paul starts his instruction of a deacon with a phrase, in the same way, in verse 8. In the same way means there is not much difference in the qualification for deacon and overseer. The only difference is that overseer is a teaching function, whereas a deacon is not. Both overseer and deacon are to be faithful to their wife. Both must manage their children and household well. Both must have a good reputation with the outsiders. Overseer is to be above reproach, and deacon is to be worthy of respect. Basically, both have the same moral social recognition. Also, both offices require maturity and proven character. No new converter should be appointed as an overseer, as every candidate of deacon should be tested first and then be appointed. All this symmetry points out an important truth, that there is no hierarchy in church leadership. They have different functions, but they have same values and importance in the church. Bishop Bishop or overseer is not necessarily above deacon, and deacon is not below the bishop. They are all servants of God. We should recognize the symmetrical, co-equal value of a different leadership and offices in the church. A few years ago, I remember uh, a parent of a one church member visited our Sunday worship service, and during the lunch fellowship, the mother commented me 
that they wish the forest was not a Baptist church because Baptist church doesn't have an eldership. Her husband is elder, her elder son is elder, so she wished that her younger son also becomes an elder in our church one day. But because we are Baptist, that possibility is foregone conclusion. And I was so glad to hear that our church member saying that that's not important. I didn't say he said it, so I was uh, glad to, that he knows. You know, elder, deacon, you know, even pastor, bishop, you know, we are all servants of God. Today, Paul's symmetry of a deaconship goes one step further. Look at the verse 11. In the same way, women are to be worthy of respect, not malicious talkers, but temperate and trustworthy in everything. Here, Paul brings that word in the same way again. That means he includes a woman in deaconship. The qualification of a woman deacon or deaconess are basically the same as those of a male. Worthy of respect, temperate, trustworthy in everything. The only qualification for deaconess is different is that not being a malicious talkers. As a woman are more relationally oriented and generally they communicate more with each other than men do, Paul says a deaconess must be godly in woman's sharing and talking rather than participating in gossip. Any healthy church like a New Testament church had a robust woman leadership. For instance, in Romans 16.1, Paul said, I commend you, our sister Phoebe, a servant of the church of Canteria, and the word for servant is a diacone, and is a deacon. Phoebe was the carrier of the Paul's longest, and to some people, many people, the most important letter, the Romans. And century later, we have a very important and outside non-biblical literature called Pliny the Younger's letter to a Roman Emperor Trajan. And that's where we saw for the first time how the Romans saw Christians. And that letter is written in AD 112. We know much. We, that letter is really a shed light about the early church. In that letter, Pliny the Younger, the local governor, he mentions, quote, in it, two slave women whom they call deaconesses. So we know that in early church, woman, not just any woman, even slaves, they had a church leadership positions. Isn't that amazing? The other point of a deaconship I want to recognize today is its significance. For that, we need to learn about the uh, the, the meaning of the word deacon. The English word deacon originated from the Greek word diakonos. Oh, I should have typed the word on the uh, chat box. I'm sorry, next time, uh, you know, I'll prepare. I I'll always put that on the chat box. Diakonos is a compound word with a dia plus konos. Dia means through, such as a, diamet a, di a, di a diameter, and diaphragm. 
Corners means dust. Together, diakonos means through dust. It gives a picture of a someone who is moving so fast or running errands so quickly that he or she leaves a trail of dust afterward. It's like the, that of a Spiri Gonzalez or Road Runner. That's a false imagery of a servant of Christ. Deacon is not somebody who just serves, but someone serves speedily. What speedy service have you rendered? To whom have you served speedily? When we serve someone important, don't we serve speedily? And we don't serve slowly? This is the image that Paul is giving to us. Deacon is someone who sees and serves others with the heart of Christ. Deacon does not see serving as a servile, lowly task. Deacon sees serving as a significant, as a ruling, or more important, ruling. And do you remember that uh, the C.S. Lewis insight in the great divorce, that hell is where one wants to be a king, and heaven is one wants to be a servant. The ultimate confirmation of the significance of a deacon or, and deaconesses comes from Mark, 4, 15, uh, Mark 14, uh, 10. Whoever, uh, whoever wants to be great among you must be your servant. The Greek word for servant is a deacon. And then later Paul, uh, Jesus said, For even Son of Man did not come, I mean, came not to be served, not to be deaconed, but to serve, to deacon, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Later in the upper room in Jerusalem, on the night he washed the feet of his disciples, Jesus said, For whoever who is a greater, one who reclines at table, or one who serves, once again, deacons. It's not the one who reclines the table, but I'm among you as a one who serves. The, the Greek word is a diakonis. So, and then, by, uh, and also, by the way, Paul calls himself deacon of the church or servant of the church in Colossians 1, 20, uh, chapter 1, verse 25. And later in the 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 6, Timothy is called to be a good servant or deacon of Christ. The followers of Christ are humble servants or deacons or deaconesses. For us, serving others is a great honor and joy. So let us be faithful and diligent deacons and deaconesses, everyone, starting at home, at church, at work, and everywhere. Let us serve speedily today with confidence and joy. Let us pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for calling us to be deacons and servants because Jesus came to us as the ultimate servant of God. Because our Lord is a servant of God and sacrifices a life for that service, we are not ashamed of serving others with humility and gentleness. Help us, Lord, that help us to be more like Jesus so that we can become better and more servants today than yesterday. Dear Holy Spirit, impart us the wisdom and spirit of Jesus, the servant of God,
so that we can shine is the glory of a serving Savior. In the most humble and holy name of Jesus, we all pray. Amen.